This is the JPEG Podcast with your host, Jared Thiessen. Well, you couldn't have asked for a more intense game uh, to finish off the Calgary Flames season. Game 5, Edmonton Oilers come away with the 5-4 win in overtime. Jared Teeson on the JPEG podcast. And like I said, this game was it was it was right there for the taking. And Calgary Flames just unable to capitalize. They opened the scoring. They had the first two goals of the game. Manjapani scoring from Blake Coleman and Michael Backlund. A pretty nice setup by Coleman. And then Backlund scored one 541 into the second period from Michael Stone and Blake Coleman as well. The Oilers would respond with three in a row. Darnell Nurse, Jesse Pugliarvi, and Zach Hyman scoring all in uh, about seven minutes. And then Johnny Gaudreau and Callie Yarncroke would add a pair 16 seconds apart, to which Evan Bouchard responded 40 seconds later with the tying goal at four. Connor McDavid would score five minutes and three seconds into overtime to finish off the Calgary Flames season with a 4-1 to one series win for the Oilers. This game, it was close. It was, it was really close. Shots on goal were 36-35 to 35 in favor of Calgary. Calgary out-hit Edmonton. Calgary again dominating in the face-off circle with uh, 66% in that aspect. And for once, they actually took fewer penalties than their opponent. I would say, first thing off the top of my head, the Calgary Flames should have been up by more in the first period. They were the better team 100% of the way through the first period, and they deserved to be up by more. Um, Mike Smith actually kind of held his team in it there in the first period. I I think if if Matthew Kachuk was better in that period, the Flames probably lead it by more. But as it was, Matthew Kachuk struggled a lot in this game and was one of the main reasons, uh, one of the main things holding his team back, um, really through the first 20 minutes. That improved in the second period, but not nearly enough as the Flames give up three unanswered, score two themselves, and then still give up another one 40 seconds later. I realize that, you know, sometimes the play gets out of hand and you you have to adjust to that. But the Flames, the Flames gave up two goals in set or three goals in seven minutes and then another 140 seconds after after they had scored two in a row i i i don't get it it's it's hard to it's it's hard to understand how a team can completely lose their all their momentum in a in a game that has your season riding on it um but obviously the stuff happens um and then I can't not mention it. The disallowed goal in the third period for 
quote-unquote distinct kicking motion is egregious. So far, the only person I've seen saying it's not a goal is Tim McAuliffe of Sportsnet. And Tim McAuliffe, to my knowledge, has no background in refing or playing professional hockey. I'm not exactly inclined to agree with him. The only other people who are saying it was kicked are Oilers fans. That's it. So yeah, that um, that ticked a lot of people off, myself included, and you you can't you can't help but think after watching that that the league is actually working actively against the Calgary Flames because that disallowed goal cannot happen in a playoff game. You you have to you have to have real concrete evidence to overturn it. Call on the ice was a goal. You have to have absolute concrete evidence to say that that is not a goal and there was not that evidence on this play. So Calgary's season is over because either the league themselves have a vendetta against Calgary or just the situation room. Either way, positives, they were the better team for 40 minutes. Calgary outplayed Edmonton, I would say even maybe 50 minutes. Outside of about a a 9 or 10 minute stretch in the second period, Calgary was the better team. They gave up rushes to Edmonton, absolutely, but who, who doesn't? Every team in the NHL is going to give up rushes when you're playing Connor McDavid. To to attribute it elsewhere and say that like if if you give up rushes in a 10-minute span and your goaltender is for the most part holding you in, which Jacob Markstrom did tonight or last night. Jacob Markstrom was left out to dry on a number of opportunities and still held the flames in it. I don't... Was he at his best? No. He hasn't been at his best all series. But neither is Mike Smith, for the most part. And it's... You're, you're going to have a hard time convincing me that this is largely Jacob Markstrom's fault. With that, we're going to have to close it off. Um... I don't know what direction the JPEG podcast is heading. It's obviously I was I was hoping for a lot deeper run than this for the Flames. Didn't get it this year. Maybe uh, maybe once free agency and stuff starts heating up, we'll we'll hop back into the Flames. For now, we're uh, I'm gonna look for other areas of content to work on. And we'll see where the JPEG podcast goes from here. But thank you for listening. Um, As far as the good and the bad, obviously it's good that you made it to overtime. Bad that you gave up the goal to Connor McDavid in overtime. Three stars for Calgary. Michael Backlund has to be your first star. Michael Backlund was amazing from start to finish, especially in Game 5. Blake Coleman, I would say, is probably your second star. And Andrew Mangiapane, um comes in as the third star for the Flames. It would be... 
it would be very um it would have been a very much very different looking series for the flames without those three guys so yeah thank you for listening and i hope you have a great rest of your day for the jpeg podcast i'm jared Thiessen.